Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sap and Chant. I am your host, Bobby Sampson, joined with my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how you doing, man? A few days removed from Christmas. Were the kids happy? Very happy. How about your kid? Can't complain, man. I mean, that's basically what Christmas is now, right? Is it's, it's for the children. And absolutely. Um, the way I kind of look at it is very simple, man. If she's smiling, I know we did good by her. So that, that's absolutely. all that really matters, right? I mean, we work, we work for the kids. That's the way I see it. We work for our children. 100%. So yeah, no, Christmas was good. I mean, we're gearing up. We're almost close to the end of the year. Uh, that being said, let's do it, man. Let's get right into it. Oh, before it. that, before that, two things, guys, like and subscribe. All their links are at the bottom. YouTube, subscribe, hit that notification button so you can always know when we've uh, released a new episode. Speaking yes. of latest episodes, uh, we did the interview with Jordy Taylor, the moment taker. Unfortunately, Mr. Michaels, you were preoccupied with some family stuff. So you couldn't be there with us, but uh, I, I know that you've listened to it. What did you take away from that? thought it was very good. Well done. You had some really good questions. You had some good answers. It was a good environment, a good vibe. It flowed well. I thought it was well done on both both ends. Good job. Yeah, both no, you guys. no, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And yeah, I know he was really easy guest uh, to talk to and, you know, he made it easy. Yeah. Uh, he made it easy for me, really, at the end of the day, right? So uh, I want to be able to be able to do more of these uh, for both of us together, hopefully, preferably, yeah. uh, to do more of these interviews in person. It, it, it's a different vibe, man. It's a different energy. I can't explain it. Talking to people on the computer, you know, this, what we do, it's great. It's awesome. We got this down pat. But there's a certain level of intimidation when you're sitting across from someone yeah. And, uh, you know, you're really kind of put on the spot, like you can't really have dead air, like you got to have stuff to talk about. So, I mean, it, it goes a lot to the quality of the guests that we've had. The two live uh, podcasts that we've done now um, turned out amazing. Scotty. We've had a few interviews now. It's getting hard to put it down. I was thinking about that. Somebody asked me from work, what are your guys' yesterday? What are your guys' top three interviews that you have, yeah, you guys have done? It's, oh, that's tough. Because we've had Scotty, we've had Vance, we've had Molitor. Auto, now, auto, auto, yeah, so I, I, you know, I, 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 I mean, they're all equally top three. Like, you know, I won't say one was better than the other. Yeah, they all have a different vibe, a different feel. They're all, all the good. different all energy. Great. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, Scotty was exciting just for the fact that was what launched the show. It's uh, still our most viewed video, almost three hundred right? views. Right. So, and, uh, you know, having Jordy on was really cool as well. So, I mean, those, those are cool, but all the conversations we've had with auto and, and everything that's kind of going on with them and what have you. I Steve mean, was good too. Molitor was amazing as well. Right. So, I mean, from, from all angles, all Vance, perspectives, the Vance ones are great. Vance were great as well. So whatever we've done, every, every guest that we've had, uh, you know, we're going to double that, triple that this year. Um, I can't complain, man. Everyone was good. And they're all Everyone. good. They're all good people. They're all, they're good, all solid easy to work people. with, not selfish. Work. No, absolutely. And, you know, in, in, in the case of like, you know, Vance and Otto, for example, uh, the, these two gentlemen have, have so much experience within the industry itself. Oh, yeah. And, you know, just off air, you know, behind the scenes, just having a conversation with, with Vance is phenomenal. Like he, he truly is as is Otto, as is Scotty, as is everyone we've talked to, but these two stand out, in my opinion, as... They're first-class guys, first all they're, the way. They're all the way first-class guys, but they, they want to succeed, but they want you to succeed. Yeah, they help them. you along, which is right? great. 
Yep. You know, thanks to Vance for connecting us to other people. Thanks yes. to Otto to connecting us to Vance people. putting around the cauliflower. Exactly. Alley All these things, right? Like, like that. you know, to reach out and say, hey, do you guys want to do this? Like, you don't have to. No. Right? It's He's a great like, guy. Great no, guy. Phenomenal. Phenomenal individuals. Phenomenal books. Um, but yeah, no. But that being said, you know, as we look back on the year, Chance, I thought it'd be apropos. To, to basically do a year review of, of wrestling. What, what what do you say to that, my friend? I say that's a darn good idea. Let's get it rolling. All right. So, guys, I mean, I kind of made it sound like we just came up with this awesome idea, but we've been working on it <laughs> uh, for about the last week or so. So just so you know, we're going to go through different categories, and uh, Chance and I know what those categories are, but we do not know who each other picked. Nope. So that way we can have a nice little debate and be surprised or shocked or or agree on, on what we've done. So that yeah. being said, brother, why don't we start with the male wrestler for 2022? Uh, you want to go first or should I go first? Doesn't matter, gentlemen, first. Go ahead. All right, brother, man. And, and uh, a good gentleman after me after that. So here's what I did, man. I, I kind of looked at it this way. I wanted to be fair. And I looked at all the four promotions that are out there in essence, right? WWE, AEW, I threw Impact in there, and I threw New Japan in there as well. Yeah. You kind of just kind of gauge across the sea. So when I when I looked at everyone, I basically tried to pick one from each 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 promotion. So in, in the case of Male of the Year, I picked either I was gonna go with either Seth or Roman from the WWE, John Me Moxley, too. John Moxley, or Daniel Bryan, or actually Chris Jericho from uh AEW okay. and uh from New Japan, I was kind of looking at more of a Will Ospreay, you know, because I'm more familiar with them. I, I mean, I wish you know, I'm one of my goals is to get more familiar with New Japan. I, yeah, know, I didn't pick the New Japan guy just because I don't really watch it enough, so it wouldn't be fair. Yeah, for me to pick. I, I have a working knowledge of it, but I don't know it well enough to be fair. Yeah, to fair? Well, fair enough. So, here's here's how here's who, who I pick. Of all the four men that I mentioned here, the five men that I mentioned, I went with Seth Rollins. Now, my thinking on this is very simple. Roman is a very logical choice. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I looked at what Seth accomplished and what Roman accomplished, and both did great things, but Roman had a mic piece. Roman had a crew with him. Yeah. You know, so he had a lot of supplementary characters to, to kind of promote him and, and to make him, you know, grow and, and be who he is today, which is phenomenal. Nothing. Absolutely. Wrong with Guy's him. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But Seth, on the other hand, he's a guy who's kind of did it on his own, had an amazing three match feud with Cody Rhodes in which he didn't win a single match. Uh, but that didn't hurt him. Uh, and he goes on to just kind of evolve the character and, and, you know, having the crowd in his palm again, I just think hands down on the his mic, outfits too though he's always wearing different outfits the way he dresses his facial expressions his selling like yeah yeah he's it's the best the evolution of Seth Rollins over the year everything he's accomplished considering what he's gone through the considering all the losses he's gone through you know to stay strong and still be on top of the game the man does not need a title I don't know if he could say no. that without Roman if he lost a title would he still have the same kind of you know I don't think so to him right so. You know, that's why I went with Seth Rollins. Now, it was a toss-up between him and Jericho for me because Jericho is another guy throughout this whole entire year has done nothing but 
evolve his character and kind of did like a Mick Foley kind of thing where he brought different versions of himself back all year round. Uh, for a little while, he was the lion tamer, you know, the lionheart, Chris Jericho. And then he was the widowmaker, Chris Jericho. You know, all these things that he's done. Yeah. So, so, I mean, again, for him, that was pretty cool at his age and everything. Physique is looking phenomenal. Yeah, that's pretty uh, good for 52, yeah. Yeah, for 52, rocking that abs and what have you. But for me, Seth Rollins, man, was the male wrestler of the year. How about you? I agree with you with everything you said about Seth. He's never had a bad match. I mean, his Hell in the Cell match with Cody Rhodes is unbelievable. Like I was saying, his look, he's always got a different look, different outfits, the hair, just everything that he does, the way he sells, the way he makes guys look good. Like I was between him and Roman, and I was totally with you on that. I had to give the edge to Seth, but it was close with Roman. But overall, Seth Rollins, WWE male wrestler of the year, and for all the promotions, Seth, I think he's the number one guy, even though he doesn't have the belt doesn't need it well that's what i think for me was the deciding factor is the fact that the man does not need a strap on him to to be something he no he is what he is right i mean yeah but let's move on female wrestler of 2022 um you know what i i had a hard time with this one because whenever i thought this year like Liv Morgan, for example, she 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 had this amazing storyline, and you know she kind of fell off the radar after she lost the title. Yeah. Um. And, and you look at a lot of the girls in general, a lot of them are either coming back or leaving. No one has been consistent, in my opinion. There's only two people that I feel that have been consistent all year. One being Bianca Belair from the yeah. WWE and Jade Cargill from AEW. Yeah, those are probably the two women because I look at it this way, like Soraya just kind of showed up, right? You know, she should be more applicable yeah. to this list next year. Um, every girl that's left the WWE or or has been let go by WWE and shown up in AEW, they they have no storylines, they have no arcs, no. They, they nothing's really kind of gone on. They've come in with a loud bang, but you know, just kind of puttering now, you know. Um who who's that Ru Ruby Riot? Right, like you know, she, Ruby Soho, isn't it? Well, uh, Ruby Wright, Ruby Soho. Okay, maybe, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, either or, uh, you know, here's a girl that came in with a lot of fanfare and you know, a big oomph. Same with Athena. Um, she formerly known as Ember Moon. Um, the only one, Tony Storm, was the only one that kind of, kind of did anything out of that group, winning the title, but then was considered an interim champion. So you know. Based on all of that, I'm going to go with Bianca, man. I think she had the consistent year. She had consistent feuds. She stayed on top. She stayed true to herself. So, I mean, I I am going to go with Bianca Belair as, as female. Dude, that's crazy. I had the same, same, as, same as you, man. The same, the male wrestler and female wrestler of the year. I was thinking, like, maybe I could throw a Ronda Rousey out there, but she didn't have enough work this year. But, yeah, it's Bianca. She's most consistent, puts on great matches. She's over with the fans. It's a no-brainer to me with that one. Bianca, it is. Yeah, no, Bianca, for me, just hands down. I mean, the only other person I would have kind of considered in here would have been Becky Lynch, but she, she yeah. was gone for a little bit of the year. But, I mean, that first half of the year, up until WrestleMania, she was phenomenal. And then, you know, she got hurt, and, you know, she just recently came back. But, I mean, I think Becky's kind of like Seth. I know they're married, blah, 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 but she she's kind of – she doesn't need a strap either, I don't feel. No, I don't think so either. She's she's good at what she does with, with or without it. Right. Won't make or break her. 
yeah 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 all right so here we go match of the year i have two but i'll tell you which one i i picked so i went with seth versus cody and hell in the cell and that one has to be it no other one compares when you came though that chest like that yes there was one other match that i thought was comparable only because of the energy of these two men gunther versus Seamus at um, Clash at the Castle. That was great. That was another phenomenal match through, through, and through. I couldn't... You know, another match I was thinking about, I thought it's not the best match, I thought it was top three or four, was um, Lesnar versus uh, Reigns when Lesnar came out in the tractor, tipped the ring up and all that stuff. You know? But I, I agree with you, Hell in a Cell yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm basing it just basically, you know, Hell in the Cell Cody coming out, and that wasn't a makeup job. That was legit. That was real. Right, I mean, for for the man to work through that, and and for Seth to protect him and keep him safe, like considering what the structure was, and I mean, how much can they? You, you're limited. You're you're completely. Oh yeah, limited. you must have been agonizing pain the whole match. The limitations are are just amazing to think about after the fact, and to see that they pulled off a full match, using using um, props, using that cage, which is unforgiving. I don't care who you are. You get thrown into a cage. You don't feel good. In, you don't feel good. I don't, no. Work, work or no work, man. I mean, you hit. I think if Cody would have been healthy all year, he might have got superstar of the year, but he went down. He's out. So it was Seth, right? He stepped up. No, 100%. And, you know, that kind of takes me to the. So what did you pick? You same thing? Same thing. Well, dude, you and I are just fucking two great. Well, I know. Three for three. These are, these are so. That match is so above everything else. It's hard not to give that it's like saying you know like it's like watching Wayne Gretzky play he's a cut above everybody else so that's how good that match was the, the, mm. the, the other reason I picked that match is because a it was the first match that came to my mind but I also looked at the time of the year that it happened considering where we are now like if I if I'm thinking of that match that happened in May was it something like that no I don't think it was I think it was before a- May what April, was no 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 it had to be May because they had the match at Mania then they had the match after that, and then the Hell in okay. Cell was the third one, right? So okay, April, so May. So think about it. It's six months ago, six, seven mm-hmm. months into the year later, and that's the first thing that I'm thinking of considering how much wrestling we've digested, how much wrestling we've watched, how much we've talked about. Yet, if that's the thing that comes to my mind first, that has to be it for me. Exactly. Anyways, right? It came to my mind first, too. Absolutely. Now, um, spot of the year. And I'm going to reference what you were talking about earlier. Brock and the tractor, that has to be the yeah. spot of the year. That's a spot of the year. Hands right? You know, for me, anyways, that, you know, you can't forget that. That That's old school kind of attitude wrestling era. You'd and never... it's Brock having fun. You're seeing a friend, like a, a goofy kind of Brock sort of, right? Yeah. No, 100%. So that's going to be kind of cool as well. So uh, spot of the year, I guess we're four for four. 100%. All yeah. right, man. I'm going to let you answer this one because I think we're going to go for five for five on this one. Promotion of the year. The greatest promotion of all time in wrestling, world wrestling that came in by a landslide. What about you? You know what? I'm going to agree with you 100%. I did agree with that. It was kind of interesting because their 2022 didn't start off that hot, man. That Royal Rumble was probably one of the worst Royal Rumbles ever put together. Um you know, it just wasn't good. The whole card wasn't good. The rumbles weren't good. Um, you know, and you're kind of thinking, oh, shit, is this how the year going to start? 
Because, I mean, if that's the road to WrestleMania, mm-hmm. that's where everything kind of technically starts to WrestleMania. That was a shitty start for the WWE. Yeah, um, it wasn't one of the better Royal Rumbles, that's for no, sure. Right? Um, I, Mania was, was really good, though. No, everything kind of picked up after that. Now, let's be fair, it's fair, right? But, I mean, if you're gauging the air and you're thinking, it's kind of like your Seahawks over there. Yeah. If yeah. they if they fall zero and five to start the season, hypothetically speaking, yeah, you're kind of like fuck. This year's over, pretty much, right? Or even baseball. If my Cubs go twenty three and thirty, or twenty three and forty to start, you already know there's no playoffs. Speaking of baseball, buddy, keep your schedule open in July because the All Star Game is coming to T-Mobile Park in Seattle, man. Home run derby and game. We got to go to that. Well, dude, we're going. I don't see. It hasn't been here in 21 years. You can't miss this. Yeah, well, we're going. We're going. As soon as tickets are available, Sam and Chance will be there. Absolutely, man. I I don't even. I don't even know why we're even considering thinking. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait. No, no. I mean, just to be able to say I've been to an All Star game. Mm -hmm. Watch a home run derby. Watch the All Star game. Can't beat it. That's it, man. And then we go to our favorite uh, lounges afterwards and enjoy the (laughs) enjoy a couple beverages and relax. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that, man. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. Only oh, you know what place. I'm talking about. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 2021, I would have said AEW was the promotion of the year. They had the better storylines. They had the better everything going on compared to the WWE, which I think had a rough 2021. But I got to say, man, uh, 2022, considering everything that they went through and the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows, the hellos and the goodbyes, mm-hmm. uh, they managed to pull off an extraordinary year. I think Mr. Punk caused a lot of friction in that organization. He definitely hurt the company big time. He hurt the company. And then, you know, he kind of set it off where other guys were fighting in the back. Aldrade was fighting with Sammy. I have to say the worst moment of the year is for CM Punk to sit there and trash the company and officials and everybody when the owner is sitting right beside him. Man, that's insane. Man, he yanked that mic out of your hand, cut the press conference. That'd be it. For Tony Khan to allow that. And Tony, Tony Khan looked like someone had just he he just looked really stupid sitting there. I'm trying to find the he right words. That down. Oh, what are you going to do? And, and the funny thing is, I don't see them getting better. To be honest, no, they um, hit their peak. It looks like I think they've hit their peak. I, I feel that the people that they put in charge, like in place of trying to have some structure and everything, are the same guys that couldn't figure out TNA. Yeah. Right. These are all the same. I'm not going to call them. No, you know what? These are all the same individuals that couldn't get the job done at other promotions. I don't know what they're going to do here. I guess I figure they got more money behind them. It'd be a little bit easier in AEW. TNA didn't have as much money. I think Although, I think if you take TNA's best shows and put them against AEW's best shows, I think TNA's had some better shows. I think Impact big. has done a better job than AEW in a lot of ways, right? And I've been watching Impact. I think a lot of the talent there is working really hard because I think I look at TNA or Impact, sorry, as the purgatory of wrestling. Yeah, that's you know, a good way to look at it. It's a promotion, but it's not the two big ones. True. Kind of, you know, and and I, I enjoy watching Impact, and I implore you, and I implore our listeners and our fans. Is it on the zone now, right? It's on DAZN, yeah. So if you have a subscription to it, you can catch it there. But you know what? There's no excuse. You can find it anywhere, man. Yeah. Um, the talent there works really, really hard. I mean, you, you want to say it? I, I would say it's a one step above the independent team. Yeah, that's that's fair. LP's right? in the right. LP's in impact, right? 
LP's in New Japan. He's in New Japan right now? Okay. Yeah, he's killing it in New Japan. He's, he, he doesn't need Impact. Um, there's a lot of guys on the independent scene that could value, get a lot of value from Impact. And that's where WWE, that's where AEW are looking for their new guys, so to speak, is coming out of those kind of things, right? Um, so that's here's a question for you: Would you rather watch Impact or NXT? Probably watch NXT only because it's the filter line for WWE, and I'm kind of involved in it, and I kind of watch it a bit more, and I have more access to it. To be fair, right? Yeah. I mean, we 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 get it on TV here. I wish we could get Impact on on Canadian television, but we don't. Uh, unless you have the Fight Network or something, right? Fight Network or the Zone or the Zone, right? So, um, but the Zone's fairly new. I only noticed it there a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I didn't know about it until you told me about it. And I spoke to wrestling well, crowd. I didn't know about it at all. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, um, Impact, not bad, man. It's a good organization. It's a good step up for a lot of guys. Yeah, uh, AEW, my my advice to them, and I'm a nobody in this world, but I will be very honest to say, dude, you got to cut your roster by at least 30% in order to keep people. Too many out. guys, yeah. Too many women. guys, too many girls, too many of everything except, and, and you keep running the same 15, 16 people over and over again, right? And I mean, Rampage I, only gets three, 400,000 people watching it every Friday. I mean. No, no, I get it. I think the best thing about AEW is MJF. MGF is great. He's great. Right? He's from and they have good commentating. I got to give them that. You got JR Shivani and Excalibur and Taz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fair enough, man. I, You know what? That's a debate we'll have another day. But if that's the best thing I can find out with the show as a commentating, it's not saying a lot, right? No, no, no. Fair enough, man. But I mean, like I said, we live in a world today where there's wrestling for every type of fan. Absolutely. You want the independence? You got the independence. You want that old studio feel that was done in your local TV station, you got NWA pulling off those type of shows, right? How do you even um, watch that? Where is it on YouTube? Like, how do you find it? That's Power Hour is usually on YouTube. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, who else do we have? I mean, WWE. That's your buddy William Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins owns that, right? Yeah, he's, and you know what? He's doing a good job. He, he came here with They were here a little bit ago with Gaines Addiction or whatever. Yeah, for uh, like the Lollapalooza or whatever, one of those kind of record Whatever they call shows. it, yeah. Yeah, no, um, he's doing a good job. He's doing the best he can with what he's yeah. got. Um, he's working. He's a smart really wrestling fan. He knows stuff. No, he does, man. You don't get into this and put that kind of money into something um with without knowing what your market is, right? So let's see, let's see where everything kind of goes, man. Like I said, when we entered 2022, we had no clue half the shit that was gonna happen. Nobody could predict it. Triple H has right. a heart attack, Vince steps down, nobody could have seen that coming. None of it, none of it at all. You know, Shane gets fired. That's what started the whole year off, right? Like the Royal yeah, Rumble was so shitty. Kid. The whole Royal Rumble was so shitty that Vince fired his kid. Yeah, right. That's you know, savage that, to fire that, your own son. That started it all. So I think we're gonna go six for six here because I'm gonna ask now. Top news story of the year. I went with Vince McMahon retiring. Has to be. Yeah, um, it all really started when Triple H had that heart attack and he was sidelined, and then all of a sudden he gets the call. It's with his wife going to the cabin or whatever. Hey, you guys got to step up, and here we go, right? So it's like, yeah. wow. What a, and what and, a year. and I'll be honest, in the six months that they've been in charge, like I said, we'll gauge this in a year, mm -hmm. but they've done a pretty good job. Yeah, they've done well. Yeah, Triple H is stupid. Here's the thing: what's Vinnie Mac going to do in 2023? We don't know what he's going to do. Is he going to wedge his way back in? Is he going to sell it? We don't know. 
but he's not happy on the sidelines. We'll see. I don't know what he's up to. Yeah. The thing so, I would like to ask Vinny is one question and one question only. You say, according to the report, you got bad advice to step down. Who gave you this advice? I'm going to take three guesses. Tell me if I can guess these three people. Nicholas Kahn, Stephanie McMahon, and Paul Levesque. I can guarantee they'll say one of those three and fulfill and step down. If I were to pick out of those three, I'd probably pick Nicholas Kahn. And Steph? Because, uh, uh, no, pr pr primarily him. I don't think Triple H would say he'll step down. I don't think Triple H would say that. But we don't know. What we'll no, 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 no. I don't think Trip Trips and and I call him Trips. I don't think Triple H or Stephanie would have been the ones. When I watched that, that interview with Triple H and Ariel, Ariel Hawani, it almost seemed like he he's happy to have a spot, but it almost seemed hesitate when you know he just had the heart attack. He gets a call to do it. It almost seemed like he wanted a little more time to chill out. It didn't seem like he really was edging for the power because he was he had a heart attack. He wasn't even there when this happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I think it was so, so much. Uh, I hear what you're saying, but for myself personally, I watched that interview you know a couple times, and, and kind of what I got out of it was more the intimidation and the fear of taking over from a real wrestling god. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean that that trepidation of of taking over for a Vince McMahon. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like I wish I could have heard their their Christmas dinner talk with all those you know Vince and Triple H. They had dinner together. Yeah, yeah. Well, I said. mean, from what I understand and and from what Triple H has said, Vince has been very supportive. Oh yeah, he, yeah, and, yeah. And, he still owns and, it. He doesn't want it to. Do no, that. no, 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 no. And then he's basically given him advice along the way. And I think one piece of advice, and I'm paraphrasing. I'm not quoting this at all. But the one thing that Triple H said is like, make it yours. Mm -hmm. Do what you want to do, not what do I would what do. You, exactly. Yeah. Make it your show. And and I think he has done that to a certain extent. But like I said, the jury's still out. They've done really good. Um, I think the only one mistake that I can criticize Triple H on is bringing back some of those guys that were cut. I think they should have stayed. Some of those guys could have stayed on the sidelines and never been back. I, I tell you what, man, I was excited for a lot of those returns. And I will agree with you today uh, mm -hmm. on record that, you know, a lot of those guys are kind of fumbling again, right? They're not. Yeah, really so Kerry Cross is kind of fading out. Braun's kind of fading out. I mean, the Bray Wyatt stuff's cool, but he hasn't even had a match yet. What are we waiting for? <laughs> Bray's probably going to scrap this week on SmackDown. Um, but Speaking yeah. of SmackDown, we got the John Cena return. Yeah, we got that. No, no, no. that's going to be an interesting, uh, an interesting, an interesting SmackDown to start off the year, I guess. I mean, this is the first live one since Christmas, right? The, you know, another guy was leaning towards for Superstar of the Year, but didn't have enough quality match to put him in there. But just as entertainment alone, I thought with Sami Zayn, just as far as coming out and entertaining week after week, I think he's the most consistent. But he doesn't have enough matches to give him that spot. Yeah, no, and I mean the matches he did have were kind of useless, in my opinion. Yeah, but as far um, as entertaining week to week, he's been brilliant. No, he's been absolutely phenomenal, man. He's been, I think yeah. he's he's been the best part of the bloodline in a lot of ways, hands down. Right, without him, I don't think they would have had the success they've been having. No, he brings a fun factor to it. Like, those guys, the Usos are boring. That other guy, their brother is boring. Well, he's kind of taken that really role of the enforcer where nothing, he just kind of stands there, right? I yeah. mean, he's playing the character to a T. So the fact that you find him boring means he's doing a great job. Yeah, no, he's doing what he's supposed to do. But yeah, Sammy yeah. Zane gives him a little bit of, you know, a little bit of sizzle to the steak, as JR would say. Yeah, no, 100%. All right, so that's all the good stuff. Now, you know, I wasn't sure if we wanted to, but we decided to do it anyways. The worst of 2022. All right. So I got two guys here that I'm going to call the worst male of 2022. And this is where I think we might start to disagree. I hope 
I came up with Shanky and Omos. I just no, I didn't have those guys. Yeah, I, I had Shanky and Omos because I mean, in the world of big men and what have you, you know, Shanky basically fell off the face of the earth. Uh, you know, trying to be the funny big guy with the dancing and stuff and this and that. I didn't find that endearing at all. Omos no, on the, you know, Omos on the other hand, he's really pigeonholed himself now. I mean, outside, like we have not really seen him since he fought Bobby Lashley at Is he hurt, Castle. Maybe? Like no, nothing to do with him, man. Like, what can you do? You, you build up a monster, and this was, I guess, the Andre effect, right? Like, you, you can't put a title on a big man like that. Because, I mean, he built him up to be such an entity, like only uh, three guys can beat him in the company. Lashley and Lesnar, basically. Lashley, Lesnar, or, or Braun, or, or yeah. Thor, and Reigns. Yeah. Right? You know what? That being said, you'd have to throw in Seth in there too, because he beat up all those other guys too. Yeah, I don't know. You got you figure you see Omar soon here. I'm sure he'd be in the Royal Rumble or something. Well, I mean, that's all the only spots they really have, right? Like, I mean, it just I, I love the big man. I love the seven oh, foot dudes. I love it, but you gotta make it a bit more realistic, I feel. You can't it's like Kramer. Kramer will always be known for playing Kramer. Yeah. You know, Michael Richards can go and do any other film, whatever, but he'll always be Kramer. Yes. Right? Screech from Saved by the Bell will always be Screech. Yeah. No matter what he does, no matter how hard he tries. I mean, Adam Sandler tried to do drama and, and what happened. No, it doesn't work for him. And it doesn't work. Like Spanglish, a movie he did called Spanglish with Penelope Cruz. Excellent movie. Really good. But if... Don't go in there expecting Adam Sandler being Billy Madison. Yeah, he's a goofball. And that's what he's best at. So no, but that's it sucks thing. to say it. It but... sucks, right? Like there's not many guys that can do different roles. And like, you know, Brad Pitt is one guy that can be funny and, you know, pull off drama. De Niro, Pacino, you know, like a couple guys, yeah. few handful of guys, but, you know. I feel the, the unfortunate thing for Shanky and Omos is that they're pigeonholed and there's nothing you can do with them. I guess you said to bring Omos out and just start beating up a couple guys, you know, come out and start smashing two or three guys and just showing up and just wreaking havoc. Not even having a match. Send him on a tag match, beat up three or four guys and take off kind of thing. But then what? How long do you keep Eventually, playing that? People, people get bored of that, right? Yeah. Because he's got a couple feuds with Braun or something. I don't know. But see, that's the thing. I mean, you got a couple things here and there. If not, you come out and they're basically, they're basically TV filler time. Oh, we we need someone to fill segment seven, which is four minutes long, before yeah. the next commercial. You send out Shanky to beat up three dudes, right? Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. So that's why I kind of put them there. I hope they have better years. I hope they can figure out something for themselves. But until then, they're the worst male wrestlers of the year, in my opinion. Who did you have? Uh, no brainer for me, Phil Brooks, CM Punk, what he did to disgrace his own company like that. He took an old man who has been gone for seven years that he didn't really want. He's been just kind of embarrassed himself in UFC and he goes there, he gets the belt, he gets the red carpet rolled out. He's paid all this money. He doesn't even generate a very high rating. And then he goes and insults the man who gave him all this money and gave him the spots that he wanted. It totally disrespects his company. He's a low-class guy, not a good guy. I don't care if he's straight edge. He's garbage. And I'm glad he's gone. I hope he never wrestles again. He's by far the worst male wrestler of the year, just for that alone. You're yes, right. he's not bad in the ring, but for doing that, everything that he Tony Khan gave you, you disrespect the man on 
on a press conference like that, you're a disgusting man. Fair enough, brother man. You know, I didn't even think about that. I did not. He did not even cross my mind. I wish I could take back my worst mail now, but you know what? I'm gonna agree with you, man. He, he yeah, hands down, you win that round. Uh, worst female. Who do you have? How long is that? This one's tough. I mean, I, okay. I, I I went with Wendy Chu from NXT. <laughs> I couldn't really come up with one really because I don't think anyone really stand out. That's probably one of the ones I had. Um, it's I tough, right? Too, probably. Yeah, the, the female yeah. one's a little bit harder because none of them really was as bad as the stuff that CM Punk pulled. I went with Wendy Chu because I just don't care for the character. Actually, sorry, Sasha Banks and Naomi for what they did. You're quitting like that, you're taking their ball and going home. You two got you two ladies. Worst female wrestler just because of doing that. You're so spoiled. Yeah. You're so entitled. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity that you get and you do that. You don't have to agree with what's been done, but you don't got to do that. No, no, 100%. And, you know, it, it kind of sucks because I will say this honestly Sasha is 10 times better than Naomi in the ring. Oh, way better. Uh -huh. right? and, and, and unless she's going to carry her and take her wherever she goes, you know, Sasha would be the worst female wrestler of the year because not only did she fuck over the promotion, if she doesn't take Naomi with her wherever she ends up and she's going to New Japan. Is she? Yeah. You know, she's she's fucking over someone else's career. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, Naomi had a built-in program with the bloodline. I know. Think of all the money and all the all the TV time she lost out on. Right? I mean, if you wanted the Judgment Day to feud with the bloodline, you had Naomi there to go with Rhea Ripley. Yeah. If you wanted the bloodline to feud with um, the new club or the club or the bullet club, whatever they call themselves. Yeah. They, they would have Mia Yim there to, to kind of go against it. So, you know, maybe Naomi's not thinking straight or she's getting bad advice, but I mean, with all the people around her, all the wrestling minds that she has to pick from, I don't understand why she would have made these choices, man. You're I think she just got a heat in the moment, got carried away, followed Sasha's lead, and it's too late to turn back. No, for sure. Okay, so why did I say Wendy Chu? I just find her very <laughs> annoying. You know, always sleeping in her little onesies and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I don't get the character. It makes no sense to me. And when I've watched her in the ring, like, I've tried on so many different levels, bro. Even making this list, I went back and looked at Windy 2 matches just to see, okay, <laughs> am I right or wrong in this? Like, am I... And even her matches aren't that great. You know, like, no, she, she's kind of the lower end of the NXT women's roster. And I think she's holding on to that gimmick of, of her... You know, remember those toys that we had as little kids that you bounce like it's like a fucking medicine? No, it's kind of like yeah, a yeah. workout ball with the horns. Yeah, yeah. You know, the fact that you're rocking that makes no sense to me, man. Yeah, like, I guess trying to make it like a little kid, like a little teenager. I don't know. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I think Roxanne Perez did a better job of being a kid who's fulfilling her dream to a woman who pretends she's so sleeping. And I don't get it. I just didn't get it. Right. But I guess it's yeah. working because where she's on our list. Exactly, doing something right. All right, here goes worst match or feud of the year. Here's what I picked. I picked Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel as worst match and feud of the year. <laughs> I just thought that was completely pointless. 
<laughs> I I just don't understand what they were trying to accomplish by having Elias shave off his beard and wear you know super small trunks, and you know it just didn't look right. Like it just didn't. None of it was right. It was kind of it was funny. It was yeah. comedy. I get it. Like the I think the only good things about it were Kevin Owens' expressions. Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking? Like, you know, just that was probably the best part of it. But I would have to say, for me, that probably was. And if I had to pick a match of the year that I thought was completely stupid and had no value whatsoever, was Sami Zayn versus uh, Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania. I enjoyed that match. It was a fun match, but I mean, if I had to pick a shitty match of all the matches that of the year. That was just two two goofy dudes having some fun, but I liked it. I, yeah, I got to agree with you on the Kevin Owens Ezekiel Elliott. I was almost leaning towards Dexter Loomis and Miz because I think it was so cheesy and corny. But yeah, Ezekiel and Owens takes the cake on that. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay, um, worst promotion of the year, I guess. We take all the big ones. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, for me, I I went AEW, but primarily Rampage the show itself. Yes, I agree with you. It's AEW. Right? I mean, Rampage. Dynamite's okay. Dynamite's okay. I don't have any Dynamite's problem okay. with it. But overall, I just think with all the infighting and all the. I don't think they even need to do a show. I know they're trying to do a Raw and Smack. They should have just kept with Dynamite. They need to get the second show off the ground. They should have waited. They don't but need Rampage. It's kind of reminiscent of when. Thunder? And Nitro? Came, yeah, Nitro and Thunder, right? I mean, it's like, yeah, you, you're doing great with this, then why would you start this show? Like, it, they didn't need it, right? No. But I guess they feel they need to compete against SmackDown. But the funny thing is, it comes on after SmackDown. It doesn't even run at the same time. Do we even get Rampage in Canada on TV? Uh, Rampage here. I mean, I see it on YouTube and highlights, but I don't think we get it in Canada. If we do, it'd probably be TSN. It would have to be TSN. TSN I know we got Dynamite there, but I don't think yeah. we get Rampage here. I'm I've sure. never looked, but then again, I get TBS and everything, so I don't even have to think about Can't it. Like it's just there. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, ultimately... We got to do one more thing. Who's manager of the year? Paul Heyman. Think so? I There's think not many managers anymore. That's a thing. Well, I would go with Paul Heyman. And the only other guy that I can think of, and I can't remember his name, is the black guy, the bald black guy in AEW right now. Um, I can't remember his name. He used to be a WWE. Would Dan player. Lambert count as manager or what? Dan Lambert was more. I can say right now, whatever you want to call him, his promos, just for this year, I'm saying, if you take Dan's three best promos and put him against Paul Heyman's, Dan smoked him this year. I don't think it's even close. I thought Paul was good, but I think he's kind of regressing a little bit. I think him with the bloodline doesn't work very well. I think he's better than Lesnar, but I mean, he's still good. But I think Lambert's promos and the same promos are better than, than Paul Heyman's this year. If you watch them, I think. No, no, I'm not going to disagree. I he think killed him this year. Dad Lambert was, good. was amazing. No, oh, yeah. Lam- Lambert's amazing, right? I mean, oh, yeah. and, and love that guy. And I was wondering what happened to him. Why isn't he not on the show anymore? And he basically said that, oh, you know, I'll come back when I need to come back. I, there's no point. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to make people get used to me. If I was Triple H, I'd snag that guy. You want to come yeah. over to the big leagues? We could use you, man. No, 100%. Heck, he's like a commentator. He's that good with his words. And the no, I agree be- with you. He's really good at what he does, man. Uh, he's old school. He brings that old school kind of feel. If I had a wrestling company, I'd say, you want to be my color commentator? Come on down, Daniel. Yeah, no, no. I, you know, I, I agree with you there, man. I think Dan Lever did a good job. I think just unfortunately he was not there long enough. No. 
to get a full body of work in. But what he did show us and what he did provide to us it was, was actually pretty, really cool, right? Oh, that's really so, good. Refreshing yeah. to hear some of that stuff every now and again. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. So the guy did, you know, he's really cool. I enjoyed him. And, you know, he wasn't afraid to speak on the mic. Yeah, you know? it was good. They gave him a lot like, of freedom. Well, that's the thing, right? And, uh, but, but overall, I think Heyman has to be the guy, right? I mean, there's no really other competition. There's only, is he the only manager in WWE, really? But who else is there? There's really I'm no competition. No, there's more managers than AEW. Yeah, and, and they're just like right? nothing that stands out, right? It's well, like... there's that one guy, like I said, I can't remember his name because it's kind of on the spot here, but he's the, he's got that guy from, uh, W W Morrissey, what was his name here? Big Cass. He, he's managing him. Yeah, he's managing. He... He's managing about a few, four or five other guys, and but his expressions, the way he talks, you know, I think he's really good. And if he keeps yeah, it up, he's going to be. I just can't remember his name, man. I feel horrible. Not sure. But anyways, I'll, if anybody, I know who you're knows, talking about. Yeah, if anyone out there knows who we're talking about, hey man, let us know. But yeah, man, that's my list. That's basically everything I could think of uh you know covered quite a bit yeah no for sure um anything here's one for you let's throw it out there yeah independent match of the year that you've seen live like for all these indie shows you went to last year what was the best match that you've seen live fuck um i'm gonna go I don't they haven't really Thunder versus Scotty. Yeah. I would have to say so because in that match, in that one particular match, both guys showed so much emotion. Showed, you know, like it wasn't about moves per se, as it was the story and the expressions on the It's like face. Rock and Hogan, man. Sometimes exactly. that's better than guys flipping around. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the energy that those two guys brought to that particular match was hands down probably in my opinion one of my favorite matches to watch this year um the moment taker at loft country was really good as well yeah that was a good one um, Whole, um uh late um taser thing that he brings out yeah all that. well well that's the thing and, and it wasn't him that had the most moves that taser had more moves than he did yeah. But the storytelling, you know, just that psychology. And, you know, it was pretty evident those guys put on a really cool match. As and well. a really good match, too, was at Sullivan Hall. Um, Thunder and Odin versus uh, the American guys. Again, the the the, the uh, Falls Count or the... Uh, I was right in front of that. Form. Thunder was taking some hard hits in the head, man. I was standing, like, two feet in front of him. He was, he was getting whacked pretty hard. No, he was. But, again, it came down to stories and, and everything. Motion, right? yeah. Had the crowd in his hand. Absolutely. And so, you know what? I And Prost, that uncle guy with that Hulk Hogan jacket, that was a sick jacket. Whoever that guy was, that's cool. I don't know where he found that. First off, he's no uncle. He's he's younger than you. Oh, is he? Oh, absolutely. Cool yeah, jacket, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, he's, he's younger than both of us combined. Um, Must have got off Hogan's Beach Shop or website or something like that. Really cool. Yeah, no, he's... um. I don't know him, per se, personally. Yeah, but but I um, mean, yeah, no, it, it was a cool, it was a cool jacket jacket. of the year that I seen. That was really really cool. No, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think all in all, twenty twenty two gave us a lot of good stuff, man. In terms of content, in terms of 
in terms of stories. There was no shortage of anything not to talk about. Um, I'm, I'm excited for 2023. Who knows what's going to happen? If Vince can step down and Triple H can have a heart attack, and who knows what's going to happen in 2023? Because 2022 was out of control wrestling-wise. So we don't know what's going to happen. Well, I mean, ever Stay since... Stay tuned. Look, man, I, I'll say it this way. I think if life has taught me anything, embrace each day for yes. what it is and, and do the best you possibly can in that day. And and hope for another day afterwards. The the way the world is right now, I don't think you can say, "Oh yeah, this will happen this year. This is going to happen." You know, this oh, year. Nobody knows. Dude. No, there's no. no there's no kind of foreshadowing. I don't feel anymore. We live in a very dark part of history. Yes, you know, there's some light, but majority of it is dark. Uh, yeah, being Fair. led being led by people with with miscued perceptions and <laughs> attitudes and 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 opinions which is being forced down the gullet of everyone else that's the worst part and if you don't like it and say hey good for you you're a bad guy or a bad girl you know i, I i'm going to save this for another day because i can probably talk for another hour about that alone but i don't <laughs> want to go there because no i know what you're saying i'm totally 100 agree with you Right. I mean, I think what I hope for everyone coming forward is that everyone's healthy, happy. Yeah. You know, the people that you love and care about are in your corner. And I think my biggest message to everyone is very simple. Support the people you like and that are close to you in your life. Yeah. Opposed to supporting people who already have 3.5 million followers. <laughs> well said. Very true. If you have a friend who paints cars, go to him instead of makeup or whatever. Yep. If you have a friend who does nails and, and hair, go to her or him. Yep. Instead of the big name salon. Totally agree. That's yep. all I'm saying. Support local people. Support your friends. Support the people that you are engaged with opposed to going to everyone else. And... The number one thing I'll say to people for this year, my wish for people, is stop looking for fucking discounts and and <laughs> and cheaper things from people who produce things that you know. Yeah. If I work in a if I own a restaurant, don't come to my restaurant asking for a discount. Well, I remember saying I heard one time when I was about 12 years old, my grade, my grade six teacher said it to me, Mr. Watkins, good things aren't cheap and cheap things aren't good. No, man. Quality is quality. And hard yep. work is the only way to achieve anything. Absolutely. Without working hard, you don't deserve anything. Nobody and you won't get anything this. either, yeah. Look, very simple, and I believe in this. Nobody deserves anything. You want something, you work your ass off for it. You may not get it right away. You may not get it in a year. Yeah. But you don't stop working hard. No one, well, I deserve this. No, you don't deserve shit. You got to earn it. You earn it. And if you've worked hard and you didn't get it, I'm sorry. That means you just have to work harder. <laughs> so true. Right? Look, yeah. we, 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 we have our day jobs, but we work hard at what we're doing because we believe in ourselves and we believe in what we're bringing to the table. 100%. Right? So I have zero respect for any individual, man or woman, who sits on their ass and sits on their hands and complains about the world around them and I can't do this or I can't do that. Motherfuckers, there's a guy there with no legs 
fighting MMA. <laughs> yeah, that guy's hilarious. Okay, so if he, there's no boundaries for anybody. If you have no legs, that guy just proved it. Yeah, I have no legs. I there's no excuses for a man or woman, completely able-bodied of mind and body, to not get out there and get it. Absolutely, dude. Well said. And, and if you're not going to go out there and get it, thank you because it's more for me and Chance Michaels to get. <laughs> well said. Simple, very simple. Yeah. And I apologize if I've hurt anyone's feelings because I know people are way too sensitive these days. Wah, wah, fuck off. <laughs> no, that's well said, dude. Good job. Right? And it has to be said. It just, and, you know, I think this is what you guys can expect a bit more from us as we grow now. Yes. Um, I, I, I'm, I think it's time just to let the world know, like, you got to work hard. You, you, nothing is free. Nothing is free. No, nothing. If a, man, if a man sees a titty, somewhere along the lines, he'll have to pay for seeing that titty at some point. <laughs> very right? true very simple there's no such thing as free titty there's no such thing as free nothing couldn't agree more right we work hard to achieve the things people want to say oh how come you guys get to travel and do that because we work our asses off exactly dude we you can, everybody can have the same things they work hard at it Absolutely. it depends what effort you want to put in yeah you gotta work hard work hard work hard work hard don't stop working hard don't give up there's no excuses for anybody no i think the only person who has an excuse is stump <laughs> right? if you're a stump then okay yeah you've got, you got a great excuse right <laughs> yeah <laughs> but if you're not a stump then you have no excuse in my opinion. <laughs> no, very true, dude. And you can blame Zion Clark for, for changing that attitude in me. <laughs> Zion Clark. The guy with no legs. I know, I know. He's hilarious. <laughs> Gotta give the guy credit, man. He's over giving it. His upper body's fucking twice the size of mine. Oh, it's huge. He's jacked. He's jacked. Right? right? Like, I get it. He's only got a small portion to work out on. But, I mean, that physique on him is something else, man. Oh, yeah. Well, his hands so strong because he moves around his hands, right? Regardless of any of that, man, that the guy's physique is phenomenal. Can you imagine if he had legs? Oh, he'd be unstoppable. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. All right, it's... brother, man. I tell you what, let's end on this note because I don't think anything good can come as we carry on from this. Um, <laughs> Thank you. That was a really fun, fun, uh, fun list that we did that here. Good. We got and, the boxing uh, one tomorrow. Same, same idea. Yeah, we're, we're going to work on that and uh, we'll get that out to you guys in the next couple of days here. This one's going to yep. probably be dropped tonight if I have my way and okay. get everything done. Um, On that note, do you have a top five or anything before I close this out? I do. I want to hear uh, your top five moments of the year in wrestling. It can be from any promotion, any match, any story, whatever you got. Your, your top five moments of 2022. Okay. Uh, well, Vince getting fired is number one. Or okay. leaving, sorry, not getting fired. Vince leaving is number one. Uh, number two for me would probably be uh, Triple H and Stephanie taking over. That would be okay. number two. Number three, Punk making a complete ass of himself and his company. That would be number three. <laughs> number four, um, having Paige, a.k.a. Soraya, come back. I thought that was kind of cool. Okay. I wish she came back to the Fed, but you know, whatever. She'll be back when she has to come back. Yep. And number five would be Cody Rhodes coming home. 
the big leagues. Welcome back. Like Seth right. said, welcome back to the big yeah. leagues. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Considering what he started down with AEW, considering he's the founding father of that company and what have you, leaving it all behind, seeing what was going on in the company, realizing. You know, in a way, I think he saw what was going to go down with Punk and all he of it. He knew it was coming. He yeah. knew it was coming, and he left right at the right time, right? Um, you know, Cody should have been upper, higher on the list, in my opinion, for me. But because of the injury, because of the long layoff, we only got a taste of him. I mean, if that's what he accomplished in two months. And and as I recall, my friend, and, and I'm not knocking you, but you weren't too high on his return. No, I wasn't too thrilled with that. No, right? but I but, thought he. I think he's. I still think he's overrated. Although he's had some great matches, I think he's still a little overrated person. But yeah, yeah. I mean, but like he, I said, match of the year, I got to give it to him. Yeah. So I mean, that all being said, you know, that'd be my top five stories of the year. Five top things ones. that happened. Yeah. No, it just overall it was a good year, man. I mean, it was. Yeah. I can't really complain about anything that we saw or didn't see outside of Ezekiel and Kevin Owens. <laughs> um. I feel sorry for for that character because I just feel like I don't know that just didn't make any sense. I don't get it, dude. But you know what? No sense at all was made of that situation. But I tell you what, yeah. brother man, I am Bobby Sampson. You are Chance Michaels. And in the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, and subscribe the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you. And in the words of the infamous Ed Whalen, God rest his soul. In the meantime and in between time. That's it for Sap and Chance. We'll be back at you in the next day or two with the boxing year in review. And uh, if 2022 was anything, I cannot wait for 2023. It's already gearing up for some spectacular matches along the way. Um, Something I want to touch on is uh, Javante Davis. Apparently, he slapped their second time this guy's done that. What a piece of garbage. I guess he learned from Floyd how to do this, I guess. And Adrian Broner. I don't know, man. I don't Bad know. look, we'll man. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it because is that going to put his fight in January? Good. If Fox. he's beating up his woman like that, he shouldn't be fighting. Right. So we'll talk about it. We'll talk yep. about it the next day here. So, but brother, man, enjoy the evening. Enjoy the rest of your week. And everyone out there is still on holidays. Enjoy it. Love it. And uh, yeah, for the rest of us, let's just keep working our asses yep. off, man, and making that cheddar. Everybody. Absolutely. Have a great rest of your week. I'm Bobby Sampson. He's Chance Michaels. We are motherfucking Samp and Chance, and we will talk <laughs> to you later. <laughs>